I don't even think there is any intro that is like massive or appropriate enough for this milestone. No. There I mean there really isn't. We're at a hundred episodes. Yeah. I can't believe it. That's a hundred more than the haters thought we would do. When we sat here talking about vanity in <laughs> in this kitchen two years that ago. We recorded twice. That we, three times. <laughs> three times. <laughs> <laughs> because of terrible technical issues. I cannot believe, cannot believe, here we are mm-hmm. two years later. Are we any wiser? A hundred episodes. Have we grown as people? Well. Stay tuned. Yes, stay tuned because. Uh, Can I actually remember anything that we've talked about? We will be, no. we will be wiser at the end of this episode. <laughs> Danielle and I went back and forth for what to do about this 100th episode of Offbeat Tracks. And um, we re- we both really loved the trivia quiz episode when, mm-hmm. when um, I got um, Lee DeGeorge, friend of the show, to come on and. Um, he was gracious enough to like construct a quiz for us, um, centered around offbeat music. He he didn't specifically go off of like episodes that we'd done, but um, it was a it was a very fun episode. It was a popular episode, so um, we've decided to do part two, except with without uh, an external host this time. So Danielle mm-hmm. and I have each constructed a fifteen question quiz um, about offbeat tracks. I mean, we kind of kept it a little broad. Um, basically anything tangentially even related to the show uh, was fair game. So Yeah, I, and I'm going to be honest, Like, I feel like yours are going to be harder than mine just because I wanted mine to be silly and fun and I wanted to be things I wanted to talk about again. Yeah, okay, well I have some of that too and I tried to arrange it in difficulty, right? And But they're not like, I'm oh, telling right. you now, these aren't arranged like chronologically or by difficulty or in any kind of order. This is just like, oh, this would be a good question and I wrote it down. This is me scrolling through episodes and writing things from earliest to latest. So I'm actually just going to go through oh, so my you... list and go around because oh, okay, I realized okay. that All after right. I did the list, I was like... This is dumb, because what if he needs to, like... Oh, okay. He's going to know. He's like, well, it clearly can't be that episode, because Daniel's still on episode four. Uh, right? Okay. Yeah, so I'm just going to right, go that's, back that, No, that's forth. cool. That's cool. I'm cool with that. Um, also, I realized that uh, we have not used this thing nearly enough, and so... we uh, yeah. always talk about it. Yeah, we do. So, <laughs> it's, like, made an appearance every now and then, so I think we should use that to intro the questions. Okay. Do you want? Right. Do you want to go first? Sure. So okay, we'll I just figure out my first question. <laughs> we're gonna number them. Question one. Okay. Yeah, that was authoritative, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Give it. Give it to me. Okay. No, I that was that was oh. your intro. Oh. This okay. Is, we'll just I'll, we'll do the question number, and then each of us will read our question one, and then go on. Okay. Cool. Okay. Oh, cool. Oh, this is your your question one is first. Here we go. I'm, just, I'm nervous. This oh is the God, first one I, I picked with my finger. What if I tank? It's, I mean, okay. I'm probably okay. gonna All tank. Right. I don't right. care. Okay. Go ahead. I want to lose. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm ready. Bring the pain. There's no pain here. Only glory. Um, which country in 2018 had a singer who was, although we had no idea at the time of recording, the nephew of Pepsi of Pepsi and Shirley? I'm so glad you brought this back up because we kind of needed to do an update about I this. I know. And that's why I put this in here because we needed to. I'm we so flipped. I'm so upset that we missed this in our Eurovision episode in the research. How did we miss this? I have no idea. That literally. No it's, one talked it's, about the it. The answer is Cesar Sampson, by the way, mm-hmm. of, of Austria. Yes. Um, yeah, how did we miss that he's literally yeah. the nephew and of an artist we'd covered on this show? And the only way we knew it was because we started watching, we were watching Eurovision separately, because you were at work and I was at home. Yes. And we started off on the BBC feed, and, and Graham, Graham Norton Graham just Graham freaking Norton said it, yes. And we, like, I wasn't even, I was just half listening, and I was just like... <laughs> we were both like, what? <laughs> like, how did, I, how did we not know that? Anyway, it ended and ended up coming but, in third, like, the look, Pepsi effect. Look, 
<laughs> Look at a picture of them side by side, though, and it's <laughs> yeah. like, dude, kind of how did we miss this? But also, had we pointed that out, be like, wow, he looks like Pepsi, you would have been like, that's a little racist. Yeah, but it turns out they're related. Yeah. There you so, go. Who knows? So that's, I just wanted to talk about it. I'm glad you got it correct. Ding, ding, yes. ding. Good good one. Good one. Way to, way to squeeze an update in there. <laughs> yeah. I'm very happy about that. I've got that. a lot of that. <laughs> okay. Um, so my question one to you, we're only rewinding a week. So what? Jesus. For, <laughs> um, what are we going to keep score? By the way, I guess I should. I guess you have a pen, so okay. you would be good at it. Okay, here Unless I'm going to keep score. You want me to use my phone? What? Do you, how are we going to do this? You want to do like five point? Because like some of these, I gave like I think there are opportunities for bonus points. So why don't we say like um, five points, and then like uh, you can throw in bonus points at your discretion. Okay, cool. five points for each one. I didn't think about bonus points. But I, I mean, I might think of things as I look here. So we'll say I'll be like bonus if you. I don't know. Add this for only fifteen questions, is five points too? Is that too much? I don't know. I don't know yeah, anything whatever. about scoring trivia. Who cares? Okay. It's not yeah. like you're right. Are we gonna? Okay. <laughs> well, I'm giving myself five points for knowing Cesar Samson. Yes. Okay. Uh, you, however, um, are hopefully about to get five points. <laughs> so here's here's what I'll do. I'll give you five points, and you can give me a bonus uh, that opportunity moto? here. Okay. So what what fruit appears? In the name of the kids' TV show that E.G. Daly was in the cast oh. of. And if you can give me the full name of the show, I will give you a one bonus point. Girl, I can't remember this. Okay, what fruit? What fruit? I thought I was fruit? starting off easy. It was a week ago. Girl, I can't remember. Well, we recorded it not a week ago. Uh, I mean, basically a week ago. Uh, let's see. Hmm. Let's do. Thinking of a good kids' show fruit. All I can think of are dumb fruits that kids would not like. Raspberry. No. I'm like, this is, I'm going to be terrible. The I can't show remember was, anything. The show was called The Righteous Apples. Oh, okay, well, well this is going to go well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, are we, are we moving on now? Uh, sure. Okay, wait. Oh, question two. Yeah. <laughs> That's not going to get old. Okay. Oh. Sorry. The authoritative <laughs> I'm going slam. Back and forth. <laughs> so as to not trick you with the order here. Oh, okay. Or as yes. to trick you. I'm, with I'm not even looking. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> I was saucy when I read this question. <laughs> Terrence Trent Darby seems to have this problem with sticking with a damn name or realizing that no matter what he does, he'll always be Terrence Trent Darby because we're not dumb. What name is he going by now? <sighs> I think Hint, it ain't Terrence Trent yeah. Darby. I Dumb think it. it is. I'm going to screw up this pronunciation. I'm just like trying to get all the syllables in order. They're all floating around <laughs> in my head. Stupid. I think that it is Sananda Matreya. Sananda Matreya. All right. Correct. Yay. I should have. The had... full name is Sananda French Francesco Matreya. Oh, I didn't but know about that. I wasn't Francesco. going to make you do the Francesco. That, that would have been, been, been a good bonus. That's a good bonus point. But. That's but I also have known. silly. Who <laughs> wouldn't have known? And that. we're not going to um, let Terrence Trent Darby continue to get away with this stuff, anyway. Okay. <laughs> uh, rewinding quite a bit. Okay. With whom did Kashif have a number twenty-six duet hit with in nineteen eighty-seven with Reservations for Two? 
Dionne Warwick? Yay! Yay! Very good. <laughs> I was like, the only hit duet I can think of off the top of my head is the Dionne Warwick one, so with, let's hope that it's that the, one. With the music video that the entire time you're going, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, and then it ends and you're like, oh, okay, that's fine. It's yeah, sweet. Exactly. <laughs> Yay, I got one. We won't ruin it for you. Just go look up the video. Yeah, it's fine. You're good. All right, moving on. Question three. Okay. I love that. I feel so thing. powerful with that button. <laughs> okay. Let's do. I keep forgetting you're picking yours in real time. <laughs> I mean, it's like I just, I'm just like making sure that they don't. Would you like, like a pen to cross out the ones you've done already? Yeah. Do you have an extra pen? Oh, yeah. This is really Hold on. Good. We, we, this is live recording here, baby. I feel like I'll be able to figure it out pretty quickly whether or not I've asked a question. Go. Oh, yeah. Oh, look at this technology we have going on. I get here. up for five seconds and the cat steals my seat. My cat is truly the unseen third cast <laughs> member of this show. She's always around just causing some kind of nonsense, trying to hop in one of our laps, smacking at Daniel's various giant purses and handbags that she mm-hmm. brings over. <laughs> uh, let's just go with the first question I put here. All right. Which artist's biography inspired a joke idea for a George Washington-esque painting Depicting his long journey across a single river holding a record. Oh my gosh, this yeah. is a great question. Yeah. I'm asking so, trivia about jokes. Wow. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So are you saying this is a joke that we made? It's a joke that we made. When on we this were, show? Yes, exactly. This is a joke about, actually that, yeah, we were making together. Yeah. Okay. And we said that this per, this artist should have had a so biography was, and the this, cover should the be... The biography, when we were reading the biography... Something in it inspired us to come up with a George Washington-esque painting depicting his journey across a single river holding a holding record. A ra- oh, my God. Okay, <laughs> so this has to be somebody who got famous in a country that he wasn't born in, and he had to cross a river or a body of water of some kind. So was this maybe somebody who was either born in France and was popular in the UK or vice versa? Oh, my gosh, mm. this is hard. Um, cause boy, I have no memory of making this joke. I mean, like, I don't want to like give it away, but keep in mind that there's a reason this is funny and it's like a joke. Right, right. Yeah. Like I'm trying to think of why that would be funny. Um, maybe did he, did he hate boat? Did he drown? Did he die drowning or something? (laughs) (laughs) Trying to think like how morbid the joke is. (laughs) (laughs) Um, good God. Uh, I, I don't, I'm drawn, I'm, I'm tapping on this one. I have no idea. This came from um, an artist who had a biography where they talked about how it was a big deal to move from the Bronx to Manhattan. Like, it was like, he journeyed from the Bronx to Manhattan. Like, it was like some crazy journey. And we were like, what the hell? He crossed a river. Like, he crossed a bridge. I don't remember this at all. Jelly bean. Jelly bean. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. like, like they talked about it, like, when we were reading it. Like, it was, like, this really harrowing journey to make. And we were like, he's George Washington. But instead of, like, an army, he's got a record. That's a great question. (laughs) I don't remember that at all. I love it. I always think about it whenever I think of, like, whenever I think of New York rivers. I'm just like... Oh. Um, oddly <laughs> enough, this is a, uh, a New York-related question as well <laughs> for my number three. Anybody. Okay. Which covered artist, which Offbeat Tracks artist, had an album cut that was called World Lullaby, which they re-recorded and re-released after 9-11? Oh, oh, God. Um, hold on. World Lullaby. This is... It's not Sophie B. Hawkins. Is it Sophie B. Hawkins? Is that your guess? 
my first thought was, God, it's somebody who has lame stuff after their big thing. I remember that. Um, and I think this one sucked too. World Lullaby. I'm going Sophie B. It was Jane Child. Oh, shit. That I was, a, that that was my the, head lame stuff. <laughs> it was the, it was my on other the first one album. I was thinking was like Tamsin Archer. She <laughs> has some Archer. lame stuff. And I'm like, and it was like one of those songs where I'm like, you didn't need to uh, re-release it. Unrelated to any of my other questions, but she's, uh, I think, believe the only Offbeat Tracks artist ever to be invited to play at a convention of astronomers. <laughs> 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 All right, we are up to question four. <laughs> Never get told. <laughs> Still love it. Okay. Danielle's choosing on the fly. This is fun. Okay. Lucinda Dickey of Breakin. This is episode two. Mm-hmm. Of Breakin didn't have to poorly act anymore because she married a fancy high-powered TV producer named Craig Pelligian. What was his biggest production success for which he won an Emmy in the height of this TV show's fame? Oh, man, that's a good question. And also one that I totally don't remember the answer to. So I'm going to guess. Um, let's see. Because, I mean, oh, this could be a lot of, I mean, <laughs> no frame of reference. Do I get a year on when he won uh, the Emmy? He won the Emmy in 2001. Oh, okay. Thank you for that. Um Craig Pelagian. Um, who would Lucinda, like, what kind of, I'm trying to think of, like, what kind of dude Lucinda Dickey would want to marry. Somebody who has enough money to where she ain't gotta go and pretend like she's good at dancing She doesn't anymore. have to break dance anymore. Or act. <laughs> yeah, pretend like she's good at acting, I'll give you. She was a good dancer. Come on. She's a good gymnast. I'll go back to what um, we said in the show. <laughs> anyway. Um, the point is. Oh, God. 2001. I don't know. The TV was not good then. Uh, exactly. I'll, I'll say, okay, then I'll say Everybody Loves Raymond. Survivor. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was like, that's also a part of it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> like, girl, I ain't say it good. <laughs> okay. Well, you knew we weren't going to get through this episode without an audio clue question because I am the Ooh. I'm the question master over here. Okay. So uh, we're going to play a uh, little clip from a previous episode. Um, it is going to be slightly redacted and uh, the question will follow. Okay. So let me just get this up here. All right. All right. Here is the audio clip. So just have a listen to this. Before we get into anything about the band or the music, can we just talk about what a circus of a word the word is and how obnoxious it is, it is to write and spell? Mm-hmm. Um, do you have do you have the problem with your iPhone that anytime you try to type the word or it autocorrects like, bitch, you don't want to use this word. And I'm like, it's a word. <laughs> yeah, even the, the Apple gods right? are like, no, this word is terrible. This like, is the garbage word. It always makes me feel stupid. I just I'm like, look, I even just noticed. Look at the top of my page. Look, I misspelled I just look at that. Look, that's what a horrible <laughs> word this is. Literally at the top of my page in giant letters where I wrote the name of the band at the top, I misspelled the word. That's That's great. what a crap that word is. It is. is really terrible. It's an awful word. <laughs> okay, so the question, in case you hadn't figured it out, is what is the word? Eighth. Eighth, yes, winner. Do you know how I know this automatically? Because it's going to go into my next question, which is off of Eighth Wonder. Oh, wait, 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 wait. That means we're up to... Oh, well, hold on, but I'm going to... Okay. Question five. Yes, go ahead. 
<laughs> and based on this next question, I had to like re-listen to something and I had to like, I just like, did I talk about that? I'm pretty sure that I did, but maybe I had to talk about it with somebody else. I don't know. <laughs> and so like I went back to the episode and I was like, I was like, I think it's toward the end. So I just kept kind of like scrolling through the thing and I happened upon that conversation. I'm like, you know, I just wrote down this thing and it is a dumb word. It is. <laughs> like, it's, it's a, ter- it's a stupid word. Yeah. Anyway, so it's like that was like as soon as you started playing, I was like, no, I just relived that. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah. And I guess I will go to this question, which is labeled number five on here. Okay. There we go. Convenient. Patsy Kensett of Eighth Wonder has guest hosted a British talk show very similar to The View. What is that show's very silly slash awesome name? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. I knew there were going to be so many, like, European culture-centric questions coming from you. Oh, you, you know me. <laughs> I know. Um, good God. Uh, um... I don't know. Uh, what would be if Patsy Kensett, was it called like, it's something British? Was it called like. She's not pity? a main guest. She's not a main host, oh. but she is. I was going to guess something like. Pity, funny pit, if you know I was going to guess like Pity Patty or Pitsy Patsy or something like that. Oh, no, it's not like she's just a guest host sometimes. Like The View has guest hosts sometimes. I don't know. I'll call like, it. I'll call it the chatter. Chatterbox. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Loose women. Loose women. <laughs> Which, by the way, I like follow a lot of like British on Twitter. I follow a lot of British hosts and stuff on TV. And like they talk a lot about loose women because I think they talk about important stuff on it, I guess. <laughs> but like I saw something where like someone was referencing loose men. So I don't know if they have a men's version of the show, but also it could have been a joke. I don't know. Anyway, I've been trying to I've been meaning to look that up. Is there now a loose men? Because God knows men's rights are being taken away. That's, that's the best part of the uh, Me Too movement yes. right there. We men's need rights men. activists are not welcome anyway. to listen to this show. Let's make that abundantly clear. If you consider yourself a men's rights activist, please unsubscribe to this podcast and punch yourself in like, the face. I think you have a right not to be murdered like everyone else. Congratulations. Okay. Moving on to my, my question five. Um, Denise LePage was the original vocalist of Vogue. But record label management replaced her with two women named Chantal and Angela. How did she find out? And for a bonus point, <laughs> and for a bonus point, name the high energy group that Denise fronted before she was in vogue. How did she find out? Yes. Mm. This is one of my favorite stories I that can, we talked about on this. Right now, it's like whenever people ask me something like this where you know it's going to be funny. Uh, all I can think of are really joke awful ways of saying it, which I know are not the answer. Uh, let's see. How did she find out? Man, 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 man. What did, uh, she went to the record store and saw her name <laughs> and saw the band's name on it with somebody who wasn't her on the cover. You're not terribly far off. She was sitting at home watching TV and they brought out a Vogue performance and it was two women who were God, not her. <laughs> disco. <laughs> Uh, you want to take a shot? High energy group before. Uh, there are too many of them. I'm not even. Gonna okay, the band. The band she was in was Lime. Oh, the band Lime. Yes. Oh yeah, I forget about Lime. Yeah, everyone does. Or at least I forget that they actually involved real people who might have names. Right, right. <laughs> so, um, quick scoring update before we move on. We are all tied up. It is ten what? points to ten points. Okay. All right, moving on to question six. Richard Marks was married to Cynthia Rhodes for a very long time. She was in a 1982 music video for a number two Hot 100 hit that had her dancing along a fence. What was that hit? Oh, man. Had her dancing along a fence. 
Number I was two really on the Hot 100. I was really hoping you were going to ask me her Flashdance character's name because I know it's Tina Tech because yes. I love <laughs> Tina Tech. I was going to put a Cynthia Rhodes question and I had many options. Oh, dancing along a fence. I, you it know, almost was a staying alive question. No, I'm not <laughs> oddly enough, asshole. I think that my first instinct is actually a song that came out in 81. And it's, so the two that I had, I'm just like, okay. So immediately, for some reason, I went to Young Turks by Rod Stewart. And then I went, okay, Dancing Along a Fence. And then I went to Axel F. But Axel F is too late for that. And also, she was dancing like in a streetlight, not specifically like along a fence. Dancing Along a Fence. Oh, my gosh. 1982 number two hit. Um, Massive hit. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it was. And dancing. I will say... <sighs> Um, I'll say that for some reason she also appeared in Toto's Rosanna alongside Rosanna Arquette. Is that correct? Rosanna Arquette was not in the video, but Cynthia Rhodes was. It is Rosanna! Rosanna. (laughs) How did I pull that? Jeez. Yeah, it's just like Toto's singing and she's just like dancing around in a red dress and it's very weird. Rosanna Arquette's not in the video for Rosanna? No. I thought she was. Okay. Mm Sweet, I'll take my five points all there the you same. Go. Yeah, it's awesome. All right, that was tucked back in the brain core puzzle yeah, somewhere. It's like a song everyone knows, but you don't really remember the video because it's like stupid. I don't know. <laughs> but Cynthia Rhodes is a gem. She is indeed. Tina Tech, we love you. Tina Tech, we love you. All right, my question number six is which classic Disney character was voiced by Carla DeVito's husband? Okay, what if one of your questions is basically one of my questions later? Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to go with The Beast. The Beast? You are correct. Robbie Benson. Robbie Benson. Uh, so, should I nix one of my questions? I should have made extra questions. Because <laughs> that here is number six on my list, basically. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'll, I'll, um, I don't know. We'll do something. Um, okay. Let's see. Uh, so does that put us up? No, it's oh, no, you're, it's your turn. It's yes. me, yeah. Oh, uh, wait, yeah, hold on. We're up to question seven. Okay. Maybe I'll just take off one of mine and we can just do 14 questions. I'll scan through while you're picking your next question and I'll see if there's one of mine that okay. I just don't like. Or I'll see if something pops up in my head, too. Or we'll make it a bonus or something. Yeah. See, look, this is, this is live radio. Yeah, That we right. listen to on delay. Anyway, so let's do a little history question. Mm, oh, boy. History. Mm. Love it. Mm. A lot of words. Oh, I'm so wordy. All right. One of Karamba's only confirmed members, Ted Gorderstad, was involved in some unfounded fake news, haters and losers, that scarred his reputation for the rest of his life. He was accused of a very high-profile assassination in 1986, which is still unsolved. Who was murdered? I believe it was um, Olaf Palm. The I don't remember if he was president or prime minister of Sweden. I don't I think remember he was what prime they had minister, there. but it is Olaf Palm. All right, Correct. sweet. Okay, um, my question seven. We're throwing it way back here. What pseudonym was used by File Thirteen member David Witz? Oh God, it's um Arthur Ether. Arthur Ether yeah. is correct. <laughs> Yay! I just knew it sounded like. I just remember that it sounded like an accountant name. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here we go with question eight. Okay, let's move it along to something else. Okay, here we go. (laughs) Cynthia Johnson of Lip Sync 
held a special title before joining the band. What was that title? Held a a special title? Special title. Ooh. Before joining the band, what was that title? Miss Cynthia Johnson. Um, I will guess that she was... Um, geez, special title. Um, I don't know. I was, did she win? Um, I'll say she won like some kind of a teen beauty pageant or something. I'll say she was like Miss Teen Minnesota. Very close. I'll <gasps> give you one more guess. Miss Teen. Miss Teen. Maybe she wasn't from Minnesota. Was she not from Minnesota? Is it a different state? No. Oh, is it Minnesota? But it's not Miss Teen Minnesota. Is it just Miss <laughs> it's Minnesota? Not teen. Just Miss Minnesota? Did she win? I don't know. So close. I don't know. Give you one more um, adjective. <laughs> oh, is it Miss like Miss Black Minnesota? Miss Black Minnesota. Miss Black Minnesota. Yay! Which sounds wrong, but it's still in existence. No, that's cool. <laughs> uh, all right, my question eight is: Which offbeat tracks artist appeared on an episode of the show Community after a school dance was accidentally named after her? Sophie B. Hawkins. Sophie B. Hawkins is correct. <laughs> <laughs> you would have just if you didn't say the school dance thing i would have been like girl i don't know <laughs> <laughs> well that's why because i didn't know if you'd ever seen community i wanted you to have a fair chance at the question honestly i haven't I really well. I've, I've never even watched community i've just heard people say that who don't listen well, to any of, of this stuff and they're like the sophie b hawkins i know one yeah. of the characters freaks out when they're planning it and is like trying to start something with one of the other characters and says we should have a sophie b hawkins dance and then doesn't want to admit that she was wrong and she misspoke so she mm-hmm. makes up that a Sophie B. Hawkins dance is a real thing. That was the I whole joke. And then, of course, Sophie B. Hawkins shows up at the end. Spoiler. All right. Moving on to <laughs> question nine. Okay. Which group featured on our show had a member who went on to, about a decade after their big hit, become a host slash interviewer for the WWE? Oh. Had a, you say had a member? So this was a group? Yes, a group. One single member, not all of them. Went on to obviously. become a WWE host. <laughs> That'd be cool though. <laughs> oh man! Um, ooh, I bonus will... point if you can name the member. But <laughs> who would? Um, let's see. I'll go. I'll go the irony route here. I'll say uh, breathe. <laughs> Boy, crazy. Uh, oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Ruth Ann DeBona. Good old or Ruth. Ruth DeBona. If Good old Ruth Ann. Yep, yep. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Good crazy. question. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My question nine is, which Offbeat Tracks artist was a cast member on All in the Family? Oh, um, 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 what's her face? Danielle Brisebois. Danielle Brisebois, very good. I was good. like, her name is familiar because it's my name. That's why. Oh, I decided, <laughs> by the way, how we're going to even this out. We're going to knock it down to 14 questions because I decided that my question 12 was like a little unfair. So I'll save that. I'll still read it at the end. I'll, I'll, we'll just make it like a, a bonus listener special question. Um, but for now, I'm going to get rid of it. And uh, we'll, let me renumber real fast. And we're just going to go cool. to 14. How's that sound? Yes. Since and we, also that's... Since the, we both decided to ask about yeah, Robbie Benson. It's really funny. Most of my... Uh, most of my questions now are just about jokes. Okay, that's good. That cool. means that means there's probably no overlap. <laughs> okay. I think. <laughs> so that brings us to question 10. Which soundtrack that we covered on this show contained a very well-timed accompanying to some possible HVAC work happening in this here apartment 
in the background of our recording. What soundtrack contains a song that was well-timed for HVAC work? Oh, okay. So we haven't done that Bonus many... Bonus points for the song. We haven't which done... I feel like if you get one, you're going to get the other. So we haven't done that many soundtracks. The first thing that came to mind, though, is if there was construction being done, that means there was a construction worker. So that brings me to Village People's Can't Stop the Music. Mm-hmm. And uh, the specifically the scene where the construction worker is having his big gay dance, uh, but I can't remember the Which name. Which scene of the song. is that? All of them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. You're gonna have to be more so, specific. <laughs> Touche. So that's my answer. Can't stop the music. It is Beverly Hills Cop. Oh. Because we were talking about Glenn Fry's The Heat Is On, and then there oh. is some stuff. And I, <laughs> like, what if they're working on the H? Oh, man. It was How did winter. I forget that? It was winter. So they were like, I wonder if they get it to work. They're going to be like, The Heat Is On. Oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> Every time I hear that song now, that's what I think of someone working on a heater. That is like, hilarious. Oh, it works now. The Heat Is On. Good. That was a good question. <laughs> All right. Question 10 for me. Although her real name was infinitely cooler, what stage name was chosen by the offbeat track artist born Elvira Valentine? Uh, yes, this was... Okay, there are so many of these um, European ladies who came up with different names that were not as cool as their real ones, mm-hmm. and we are not sure what country they're ever from. Um, <laughs> I want to say my first guess is Goddess. Goddess is Boom. correct. All right, so after 10 questions, we got four to go now. Well, five to go. Now we got four to go. Uh, Danielle is in the lead, 35 to 25. Mm, I remember our jokes quite well. Mm, Yes. (laughs) All right, which brings us to question 11. I'm just going to read this next one so I can be done with this page of questions. Okay. I can't flip to it anymore. (laughs) Another joke. I have not been keeping track of the chronology at all, so you're fine. Mons Zelmerlove is already a Eurovision legend after winning in 2015 for Sweden. Danielle was correct in saying, he is the hottest dude ever. What incredibly mean term did you use to describe his looks? That was false. What uh, lie did you tell on that episode? Wait, this Swedish guy from Eurovision 20... 20- mm-hmm. Which yeah, year did you win? the guy who did 2015, the guy who like had the hero song. With the where he, I mean, God, where he, he was so boring. I can't even remember what he looks like, sounds like <laughs> so anything. There you go. <laughs> so we'll see. So many of these dudes in Eurovision, they all just want to do this Justin Timberlake thing that's really obnoxious. But I'm for some reason I'm remembering this dude having like kind of like big like long longish curly hair. I don't know if no. I'm getting confused with someone else. No, I don't know who that is. Okay, he had I'm short so dark hair, super buff. Short, dark. Short, tight dark clothes. Hair, super buff and tight clothes. <laughs> I don't know. What did I call him? The Swedish Duff Man? You're describing Duff Man, basically. <laughs> I, I don't know. I can't remember. Great value, Enrique Iglesias. Oh, there we go. Okay. <laughs> Great value, Enrique Iglesias. Who I also can't stand. <laughs> it was like when you were like, I just remember him as being so boring. I'm like, well, yeah, Enrique Iglesias. Great value, Enrique Iglesias. There you go. <laughs> anyway. Okay, uh, my question 11 is, which Offbeat Tracks artist took their stage name from the title of a Nina Simone song? Title, took their stage name, so it's it's a single artist from a Nina Simone song. Who is a single artist who is not goddess, (laughs) which is just not right. 
Um, I don't know. I'm done thinking about it. Well, uh, the song was from one of her 1970s albums, um, and it was titled Baltimore. Are you the fucking an- The answer me? is Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, little chance to make up some ground here for me, finally. All right. You're going to get a gimme here. Here we go. Question, Question 12. This was going to be the next one I was going to do. Here's your gimme, and also just, I just love this. The Forensic Baltimore Institute. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. The Forensic Baltimore Institute is who we are when there's an offbeat mystery which needs solving. Yes. What was our first case that inspired the name? I believe this is when we figured out that Poby's Funky Romeo was about uh, Marky Mark. I think that's when we came up with it. No? Oh my gosh. I don't, then I don't remember. Well, it, was it something Baltimore uh, related? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I thought maybe it was just because we recorded those two episodes on the same day. Yeah, it might be. But this is the first one. Okay, for Baltimore. What was the mystery about Baltimore? Not why they called him Balti. His name was Jimmy something. He was an EMT. I remember all the. I remember yeah. all this stuff about Baltimore. <laughs> um, I don't remember what the specific unsolved. That's so funny that I can't even remember what the origin of it was. Did Baltimore sing his own songs? Oh, <laughs> did Baltimore sing his yeah, own songs? Because you were okay. like, I don't know. I don't think that he did. You're like going in. I'm like, I don't know. I'm not the FBI over here. <laughs> and then that's what started. Oh. So that was our first case. Did oh, Baltimore That's right, sing his because own the songs? songs are in like a super Italian accent, yeah. but he's not Italian. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, it's there all coming go. back to me now. The yep. FBI. Right. <laughs> well, funny enough. Um, my, another FBI case? Yeah, this is another FBI Ooh. case. Uh, is this quest- the last question? No. We got two more after this. Okay, um, what is, as the FBI deduced, the very appropriate title of Naked Eyes' debut album? Oh, God. Um, were they the ones who, like... Were they the ones who had, like, all the bridges or something? Or, like, they were burning down bridges, and, like, they had a bridge, but now it's not a bridge anymore. And, like, where are they even going? I can't even remember. I feel like it's something about a bridge or fire, but I don't know. Bridge, bridge on fire. I want it. You're so close. I want to give it to you. But bridge will be on fire in a couple. No, albums. you're combining <laughs> the title of their two albums. I'm not. I'm not. But okay. But you're close. So the deal was that the one guy had just left his band and was walking across a bridge and saw the other dude fighting with his girlfriend, mm. and that's how they met. So the first album was called Burning Bridges. You were so close. Damn it. So close. <laughs> Damn I was like, she's going to put it together. <laughs> I'm like, I remember something about Bridges. All right. This brings us to question, question 13. 13. Mm, oh, wait. Uh, we'll ask this one because I'm on this page. Martika and Nikki are married to each other. True. What other two artists covered on the show had a short but super hot 80s fling that produced a song that might be what you think it's about jam whoa um <laughs> uh, i'm trying to think of the most ridiculous answer to this question that i could possibly give two like separate episode like artists. diane warren and ryan paris <laughs> girl i mean just because we don't know about it doesn't mean it didn't happen that is true we can't we can't speculate <laughs> that would be an awesome parent that had a Two separate artists that we've covered here. Oh, that man. We've talked about. Okay. So, a super hot 80s fling. <laughs> they- so, 
okay. short. So one name that I went to kind of quickly was Taylor Dane. Because I remember we talked about her ties to the Russian mafia. I almost asked a question specifically about the Russians. <laughs> the Russian but I was mob. like, I can't figure out a way that's just like not. Um, boy, this is a good question. These are good questions. See, you were so worried that mine were going to be harder. You, you asked some good questions. Oh, there you go. Look at me. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, I feel like mine are easy if you just know the shit I like talking about, <laughs> which is this. <laughs> um, 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 I will say, gosh, it's not Carla DeVito because she and Robbie Benson have been together forever. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I don't, I don't I don't think you would throw Richard Marks in on another question since we already talked about him. So it's uh, like, just to be clear, these two artists had two separate episodes. Right, right. So, I, I okay. gotcha. I'm trying to it's piece it together. It's not like they weren't in the one. Episode. Hey, actually, technically, is it is it BS if I say Jelly Bean and Madonna? Technically, that's, that's a correct answer on a technicality. It's not a fling, though. That was like they dated for a long time. All right. That's not all a right, fling. All right, all right, all right, all right. I use fling. I'm sorry, I was just trying to be technically correct, which is the best kind and of And there's no real song that's the jam that's about oh, okay, one or yeah. the other. Yeah. Uh, false. Jelly Bean yeah. wrote Who Found Who about her. So yes, again, I'm this correct. Is, this is more correct. Okay, okay. okay. Um, <laughs> There's no fling. Jelly Bean and Madonna are in love and we'll get back together one day. Okay. Um, <laughs> I I, God, um, I don't know. Um, I'll say, uh, huh. what if the trick is that it was Martika and somebody else too? <laughs> I will promise it's not um, that I know of. Gosh, I, I, I got a tap. I don't remember. Vanity and Adam Ant. Oh, uh, of course. In producing the song the Vanity, Vanity on Adity Oh, Ants. why did Adam I not remember that? <laughs> I think about it every day. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> How did I forget that? Okay, well, guess what? That's I have, why I said fling. I have another audio clip. Oh, boy. For this one. Is this the last, ep- the last question? No. What? There's one more question after this one. Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, so this next one. I was just making sure because I had crossed out every... Question, but one, and then I was going to be yes, like, so we've got Girl, one more. Okay, count? so this is my question 13. Cool. Mm-hmm. This is an audio clip. Um, you're going to hear a slight redaction at the end that is the title of a song. Mm. I will uh, explain further in just a moment. So here's the clip. Have a listen. This song is about, you know, it's a good jam about calling out some fake ass bitches. Yeah, right. It's pretty much what. So I think that is a sentiment that carries full on. To oh, for today. sure. In fact, fake ass bitches would have been a better title for it. Fake ass bitches. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, then we couldn't get it confused with the more iconic. <laughs> so my question is for the full points, what episode is that from? What oh, artists were we covering? Good Lord. And for a bonus point, you can uh, give me the title of the song. Calling out fake ass bitches. Okay. What is, why am I blanking on the name? It's like the, um. like the girl group with the sassy lady uh why can i not think of the name Clia, madam x is it madam x it is not madam x <laughs> um this is actually from the tony basil episode uh <laughs> wow she, i know she had a song that was called time after time <laughs> Calling out fake ass Which bitches. Which we decided should have been renamed fake ass bitches to not get it confused with the it's, more iconic time after time. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So yeah. I thought it's like Madame X had a song like that that was just like, get the fuck off my man, bitch. <laughs> uh, that was literally the entire yeah, album. Exactly. So. Yeah. So I was like, I have no idea which song. Bernadette Cooper is involved. So <laughs> yes. the entire album. Okay. 
Uh, all right. So this brings us to the final question. So I, I, I was going to say 14, but I think it'd be more fun to go. Got the it. final question. I really hope it's the same question because that would just be a great way to end it. I strongly doubt that it is, but go ahead. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> OMD's song, Electricity, was groundbreaking for early synth pop. What synth pop producer slash band member slash living legend has outwardly cited the song as being his inspiration for getting into electronic music? Probably was inspiration for a lot of people, but it was, we talked about it on the episode and he's outwardly said it multiple times. Wow. So it's so, a member of a group? Member of a group slash producer slash living legend. Slash producer slash living legend. Man. Um, and this person has not had their own episode. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. I wish. Wow. Producer, living legend. I'm trying to think of who you would describe as a living legend. <laughs> that helps. That's it. That's Because, yeah. that's like, I don't think you would call Harold Faltermeyer a living legend or, like, John Michel Jarre. He would have already been around, though, when OMD formed. Um, mm-hmm. Dang. A living legend. Well, Jellybean, I know you would call that, but he's already come up multiple times. I don't think it's Yeah, I would, I would actually put living legend slash bay. Slash Bay, <laughs> but that's not this. It's not Jelly Bean. Oh, this person, this person and I are not dating. He's not a future husband, but he is fantastic. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, cited OMD's electricity. So, duh, 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 would this? So this obviously would have been somebody who was producing synth pop music in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think who was involved in. Has he produced any like artists that we've covered? Uh, not on an episode, no, but we've talked tangentially mm. before. Hmm. Um, okay, then I will say Frank Farian. Ooh. <laughs> no. Oh. Frank Farian was already into shit at mm. this point. Vince Clark. Oh, Vince Clark. Yeah. <laughs> like multiple band member producer. Of course. <laughs> we, he's too, like, not offbeat to talk That's, about. Yeah, and I think of OMD and Depeche Mode as, like, having been concurrent. That's interesting. I okay. mean, yeah, it was like Depeche Mode was just a little bit after at least him involved, but, like, Yaz and Yeah, so Depeche Erasure Mode and then, and then Yaz and then Erasure. Yeah, in that yeah. order. But mm-hmm. it's weird because I think of Depeche Mode as, as having already been around when... Uh, they might have been, but interesting. They, they okay. weren't doing electronic. Vince Clark was the one who took him there. And he Love made it. The best stuff with them. Depeche Mode never got better. Okay, so here's my last question. You've already won. Um, this is just for the Whoa. glory. This well, is already for the glory at this point. We're all winners here, Max. <laughs> Our very first superlatives episode was about <laughs> songs that we hate and songs that we thought the other person Jesus. would hate. Which artist mentioned on one of our lists eventually got their own Offbeat Tracks episode? I'm trying to remember the songs. I picked Sticks for You, and we have not done a Sticks episode, unfortunately. Not very offbeat. Uh, you picked... Oh, it's Wall of Voodoo. Wall of Voodoo is correct. Because it was Mexican radio yes. for me, which I don't hate it, but I ain't love it. Very good. As you will find out if you ever listen to the Wall of Voodoo All right, episode. Danielle, give it up for yourself. You're the champion Yay. of this I would like second think, edition of Offbeat Tra- I would like to thank this unnamed energy drink oh, okay. uh, for... Who is not sponsoring us. Yes. If you want to sponsor us. That's fair. Do you want to hear my bonus question? I cut. This is the one Mm. I cut because I thought it was too unfair, too hard. No, I like unfair. Too hard, too hard, too unfair. Okay. So here's my bonus question. When asked if they had always wanted to be a musician, 
Which offbeat tracks artist replied in an interview, no, I always wanted to work with chimpanzees and stuff. <laughs> I always wanted to work on Jim Pansies. And I'll give you the further hint that this uh, the person asking the question to this artist was Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, oh, it's Jimmy Ray. It is Jimmy Ray. Very I good. About, I thought about, I was like think, looking at Jimmy Ray questions and I was like, man, but I can't do anything with that Rosie O'Donnell interview because you're going to know if I say Rosie O'Donnell who it is. So that's why when you said Rosie O'Donnell, there I'm like, you go. Well, clearly it's Jimmy Ray. <laughs> and that is, I was like, who is... Who's like super dumb and young to say chimpanzees and stuff? Jimmy Ray. Jimmy Ray. Jimmy Bay. Jimmy Bay. Oh, yeah. Jimmy Bay, indeed. <laughs> Are you Jimmy Bay? He's probably my numero uno. I think he's probably the hottest artist we've covered on this show. I don't know who our hottest artist would he's be. A, he'd be up there on my list, if not number one. I mean, Adam Ant and I are involved. You do love Adam Ant, yes. And Jelly Bean. Like, Jelly Bean, Jelly Bean was Bay. I don't know who's the hottest, though. That's a good question. That's We can or throw that up the for the listener poll. Now. So who who do you think is the hottest artist we've covered on this show? So tweet us at Offbeat Tracks and tell us that. Like, I don't even swing that way, but probably Vanity. Oh, uh, yes. Like, I don't even like, yes. that ain't even me, but like, I, swing, I wouldn't say no. I swing in any general direction where Vanity is. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, it's yes. like, you know, I, there's, I don't know what that orientation label is, but I'm Vanisexual. Van- vanity sexual. Van- <laughs> I respect the hell out of that. <laughs> Come on. All right. Well, please hit us up on our website, offbeattrackscast.com. You can listen to all of our previous episodes there, all 100 of them. I Too still many. can't believe we're at that number. This is crazy. It's, it's yeah. a lot. And and, uh, and we're also on Twitter, at offbeattracks. Yeah. So this tweet us either. and tell us who you think the hottest offbeat tracks artist mm-hmm. is that we've covered. And thank you so much for listening for 100 episodes. Yeah. Really. I, I just, I can't believe that we've gotten to do this show for as long as we you have. enjoy our cheesy jokes. Yeah. And our <laughs> awesome music. Yes. So thanks Let's for listening. That. We'll be back next week. See ya. Bye.